Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they were a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Grace Campbell. Hello. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good. Um, thank you for coming in and doing this. Not at all. Uh, so, Very excited. Yes. Round up the dick. Well, yeah. So when gonna... I first got asked, I was like, oh, it's going to be about sex. Yes. Did you think it was going <laughs> to yeah. be about sex? I think people I often like, do. right up my street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. No, it's oh, fine. No. There was actually another podcast that came out. I shouldn't promote it, but uh, called Desert Island Dicks, and it was choosing the best people you've ever slept with. Oh, I wow. think that was the premise. Wow. They only did like two episodes, and then it disappeared okay. to my benefit. Yes. But uh, but yeah, interesting, right? Yeah. I, I saw it, and I was just like, yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. I understand why you would have thought that. But this is better for the Desert Island premise. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. No worries. Um, and so we're going to round up the year, right? Yeah. Okay, in dicks. dicks. Yes. Okay. How, so how did you find uh, choosing your My people three. for your island? I was thinking of all the different people who have been like in terrible media moments this mm. year. And, okay. and things that like have been just like everyone's talking about on social media. This is good. Yeah. Um, but then I was thinking about Actually, because then I I was thinking about some women, and then I was like, no, it's just not very feminist of me. So I've decided to only go with the middle class white men yes. for my okay, yeah, <laughs> for my dick. Nice, this um, is good. But yeah, I mean, there there were like a lot, but then there's just one that anyone listening who knows me will absolutely know. I'm gonna say okay, yeah, all right. Just the first, I mean, he's been like my nemesis. I, I've only met him twice but he's you know currently our prime minister okay, um, yeah to, get, to <laughs> give to the game away give a little yeah. bit of a spoiler yeah, okay um but there was like he's just the first okay this year has been defined by a dick in okay my opinion. let's do this then uh so who's gonna be first choice boris johnson boris johnson mm-hmm. yes okay mr landslide victory boris johnson mm, um, interesting because we talk just after that four four days yeah, four after days. the election mm. Mm. i mean He's always been a bit of a dick, I would say. Uh, when he was mayor of London, it was less obvious and people didn't care as much. Mm. And then when, you know, the referendum happened, he was just always kind of angling to get into Downing Street. And it's just been really plain. Like, it's so obvious what he's been trying to do. It's so obvious that he's a liar. It's so obvious that he's kind of offensively misogynistic and, and racist and homophobic. It's all just very obvious. He's not hiding. Yeah. No, no. Like, it's all there. Yes. And people voted for him. I know. It's just, it's 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 so blatant and it's just so confusing, mm, isn't it? It is very confusing. I mean, but also, like, on Thursday night, I was... Uh, 
ill. (laughs) I was ill. I knew it wasn't going to be good, but Mm. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. It was, yeah. And then the expo came in and I bought myself two bottles of wine (laughs) to myself. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. And just got like, I mean, I was so hungover the next day, which was even worse. Because then I was like, this is such a bleak day. Like, but when, so what happened? I, I, the Exapol came in on Thursday night and I was getting on the tube. I was going to, back to Brixton mm. and I was on the tube and the tube was packed. The Victoria line was packed. And I was looking at everyone on this train and I was like, no one here looks like they know what's just happened. Right, yes. Like, okay. no, like the Exapol had just come in. I'd just gotten the notification on my phone mm. and no one looked like disturbed yes, or like okay. or like they they knew or like they'd been waiting to find out yeah. like people were just happily getting on with their Thursday night do you th- uh, so was that sort of like this one moment where people just were sort of uh, oblivious to what was about yeah, to happen yeah but also I was like do you care oh do you think ah, I was like okay. do these people care okay maybe they mm. don't like maybe they just haven't been that engaged with it it's just interesting because like obviously uh, well not obviously but like my social media was just full of it like I just I'm just seeing it all the time but maybe that's because of what I google and what I look at and the people that I talk to it's a bubble totally and if you looked at the bubble that I live in it wouldn't have been an, an overriding majority as it was. Well, also the like stats on how if it was 16 to 24 year olds had just voted, it would have been Labour every seat. Which mm. is so depressing. 18 to 24, sorry, 16 year olds don't have the vote, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> facts. We've got to yeah. get the facts right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so. yeah, so I, it was difficult for me uh, because for the first time I felt like I couldn't vote Labour, mm. which which was it was hard I was looking Mm. at everything I was looking at the tactical vote I was trying to be uh, I was trying to be measured practical in what I was about to do but uh, and I knew that you know by voting for Lib Dem it was probably a wasted vote but um, where I live is a pretty safe Labour seat right and it's still Labour Uh, but from other things, family things, um, I just d- didn't feel like I could vote Jeremy Corbyn because of him, or because of anti-Semitism, or because of Brexit. Because what was of, it? Uh, it was anti-Semitism. anti-Semitism. Yeah. And it's just like I don't think I'd be able to go back and look my family in the eye mm. if I was to do it. And that was difficult for me because I've always voted Labour and always been a Labour supporter. Mm. But now um, it was hard. And my actually, my father-in-law. Uh, for the, only the second time in his life voted Conservative and I knew it was difficult for him well, to do it. Was he a usual Labour voter? His whole life apart from one other time in the 80s. Yeah. Or it's 90s. kind of mad to me that people would be like I can't vote Labour because of anti-Semitism but I can vote Tory. I mean Boris Johnson again like has legitimised Islamophobia mm. like different forms of racism mm. like particularly towards black people. Yeah. It's like but obviously it's not it's not like a there's not really a way that you can measure them up, but I just think people by saying you can't vote Labour because of that, mm. but I can vote Tory. Yeah, it's I know, it's like, difficult, yeah. It sort of makes me, I'm oh, like, it God. doesn't sit well with me. The, the, the whole debate has been scary. <clears throat> I, I, like, I almost can't talk about it at home because, like, I want to be able to live at home and it be fine, yeah, do you know. know what I mean? And so uh, for, like, the first time, I felt like 
I just couldn't really voice my opinions and I, I was a little bit I just thought for an easier life I just can't do it yeah so there we go I, yeah. sa- I mean I definitely had the same thing well my mm. dad which you know will come on to like mm. he did vote Labour my mum mm. was just really couldn't because of anti-Semitism yeah um, and I think she was quite angry with me that I did ultimately vote Labour it's tough it, what, which is mad because I grew up in a family like when I was a child it was like anything but Labour yeah. is evil and scum. Yeah. Like, if people vote Tory, they're scum. Like, that's what I was taught when I was yeah. a kid. I used yeah. to, like, spout that on the street. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just a really weird election. Oh, my. What a weird time we're living I'm in. I'm very interested in, like, this whole... Sorry, this isn't a political podcast, mm. but it is four days after the election. But I'm so, like... I've been just on Twitter all weekend, like looking at these Labour people, just like attacking each other. It's your fault. It's this. This is the problem. This is, and it's like they can't just accept that it was a kind of myriad of things mm. that came that led to them having the worst, the worst election since the thirty twenty. Um, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, it was unbelievable. Nearly a hundred years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. And they can't just be like, yeah. Corbyn is partly the problem. That's what fucking pisses me off. They're all like protecting their granddad. I know. That's how it feels. It's, it's like tough. they're just like all like protecting their mm. granddad all the time. It's like just accept that he was actually a huge part of the problem. Yeah, definitely. It's funny to like, uh, do you remember a couple of years ago it was uh, there was like grime for Corbyn and yeah. stuff like And then all of a sudden it seems like they've all distanced themselves from that. And it's just interesting to see how things move like you, you can be a cult-like figure at one yeah for one moment and then all of that falls away but also the other thing i will say is like that kind of grassroots activism behind him and also that mm. like you know the day before like little mix came out and yeah. said vote labor like yeah. all of these big people I saw that that does not translate into winning seats across this country no the people you want to vote for you are not on instagram no they don't know who little mix are yeah like really and truly so it's like you feel like that's going to have some sort of impact it never does no and that's why I guess this was the first election that I was like really prepared for like Labour to do badly okay yeah because even though everyone I followed has been like vote Labour yeah, say yeah. the NHS yeah. I was like nah I know this country it's a bubble mm. yeah 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 I mean yeah, you you move out of here and like I went to, for example, this po- I, like I did a podcast in Yorkshire, so I stayed with a friend up there and like quite quickly the, the conversation moved on to like who you're voting for and that kind of stuff. And uh, he just like my friend just said, look, everyone around here is v- voting conservative, and I like then I, that was the moment I was just like, I live in a bubble. Yeah, you know the other thing that I am very interested in is there are a lot of secret conservative voters. Mm, interesting. There are a lot of people who you probably know. That would who who wouldn't say that they voted Tory, but actually do. I really believe that because on the election night, my friend told me about these three people I know, who I so wouldn't have thought really voted Tory that voted Tory. Yeah, because like slightly rich people mm. just want to keep their money. <laughs> yeah, all they want. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's the bottom line. Right. So Boris Johnson. Uh, need I ask why? Um. I just loathe him. Mm. I really like. Yeah. I think all of the things that we know, mm. but then I just think he's like a representation of something that I thought we should have expired by now. You know, yeah. like that 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 Bullington club, Bullington, that yeah, Etonian, yeah, yeah, like scruffy. He gets away with things mm. because he's got the amount of privilege that he has. Mm. 
and in my show, which I'm taking on tour, I I do this bit on like you know. Basically, I met, I've met Boris Johnson a few times. Yeah, you mentioned. I'm yeah. interested in this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll just for the listener, my dad's Alistair Campbell, for those who don't know. So I always have to contextualise that because otherwise people are like, how did you meet Boris Johnson? But I went to a Miley Cyrus concert. <laughs> yeah. And Boris Johnson was in our box. <laughs> what was with he his doing daughters, Okay. Who were like my age. Okay. And then we all got asked if we wanted to go down and meet Miley Cyrus before she went on stage. Of course. So we'd go right? down and meet yeah. Miley, like me, my dad, Boris Johnson and his daughters. And then when we meet Miley, um, Boris, who was quite funny and sort of, he was mayor of London at the time, it was in 2009. Oh, yeah. And he was just like this silly kind of like jovial whatever. And then he met Miley and he said... He's a, he pointed at my dad and he was like, and this is my deputy mayor. And then Miley goes, hello, deputy mayor. <laughs> wow. It was so weird. Oh, my God. Um, and then I met him at a Rolling Stones concert. Those are the two times I've met him. <laughs> this is so weird. Yeah. This is great, though. Yeah. But what? this was before, like, this was just when he was mayor. Yeah. He so, had way less yeah. sort of, now I kind of, I fear mm. how much I can imagine when people are with him. They're like, oh, it's just so funny and silly. And Best part of two years ago, I had uh, Jackie Smith came on this podcast right. and her first choice was Boris Johnson. And she said, let me unravel a few things for you. And she was like, I used to work with him. And he would turn up to a meeting and she, she once mentioned to him, she said, oh, Boris, you, you're looking smart today or something like that because he hadn't ridden in. She hadn't seen him for 10 minutes. They turn up in the meeting. He's gone. He's messed up his hair. His tie's all undone. And, like, he's undone a button to keep the yeah. persona going. But and that was, like, really a moment for me. That. I was like, oh, it's my really God. really clever. But also, that is a persona and a look that only really posh people can afford. Yes. So, like, I have yeah. this theory, like, I was at university with this guy who was so posh, mm. like really, really posh. Lovely guy, I was friends with him, but he used to dress like so scruffy, like his shoes would have holes in them, mm. his shirts would all be like mm. ripped up and like covered in dirt. Yeah. And I used to always say like, I I would never feel comfortable doing that because I'm like constantly like in places where I'm like, oh, I, ha I have to like act as though like I'm supposed to be here basically. Okay. Yeah. But uber, uber posh people who have come from like, like obviously I'm, I'm posh, I guess, mm. I'm middle class, mm. but these like uber posh people, are like we it's a big fuck you to everyone else basically I can walk around with my scruffy yeah, shoes on yeah. and my undone hair yeah. because I know that I'm like meant to be here I don't it care it doesn't matter yeah. yeah you can turn up in whatever you want yeah mm. and that's kind of what he that's what he does it's a game that he plays I think to like sort of unarm people when he like mm. meets them I yeah. think he's definitely clever oh yeah but he's just all about himself that's what everyone says Boris Johnson is just always always just cared about himself yeah i mean well yeah that is one i always think that with people that uh, are, are massively successful in any way you kind of have to be you have to have that selfishness about mm. you to like to get anywhere i think because you have to concentrate all of those efforts on getting to wherever you want to be which you know isn't always the case but um quite often when i look at like even like a, a very successful musician they're like they're not doing much for anyone else at the no. start. They're sitting in their room and they're but that, doing... But that their job is to just be them, whereas like a politician's mm. job is to care about other people. Yes. So, like, you can't be a narcissist and then be a good sort of compassionate politician. Yeah, okay. You can be Dua Lipa because it's all about Dua Lipa. Yes, like, yeah. Like, that's the brand. Yes, yeah. Okay, okay. I went to school with her. 
Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, my claim to fame. She seems great. Yeah. Is she nice? I mean, she she was... Relatively nice? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was quite mean. At school? Yeah. What, in what way? Just really full of myself. Really? Are you yeah. surprised? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, in what way were you full of yourself? I just like... I don't know. I just had big dick energy did like, you very much like and also I was pretty ugly at school which is even more big dick energy that I still thought like I'm the best yeah I had a wart on my nose and I was still like bossing everyone around really yeah that's great though <laughs> go you right but Dua was in the year below and like she you know she just kept herself and then she started singing and I remember like we were all like oh she's like started singing kind of like you know it's like a hobby hmm. and then a year later, yeah. she was literally everywhere. Mega. Yeah. I mean, she's it's she's so incredible. Cool. Yeah. It's so yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think like her whole vibe is cool. Like she just seems like a well-rounded like artist. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Great. My my <laughs> goal is to get her to come and see one of my shows. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. There's a there is a show in itself about that. I know. Right. Okay. Know. Oh yeah. You're Did looking you at me like Jack Whitehall does this bit about how he went to school with Robert Pattinson. And he's always competing with Robert Pattinson, and Dua Lipa is my Robert Pattinson. This like, is great. She's always going to be in my muse. Okay, yeah. I've written loads of poems to her. <laughs> <Have> you, yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. All right, I look forward to seeing yeah. that show. Okay. Yeah. Um, right, so Boris Johnson is going to be your first choice, not Dua Lipa. Uh, no, so I love Bo- Dua. Yeah, Boris Johnson goes on the island. Thank you very much, Grace. Who's going to be your second choice? Um, Justin Trudeau. Yes, okay. Yeah. I, sure, I saw that you'd chosen him. Please fill me in. Um, okay, so before the whole blackface thing, I was still f- found him pretty jarring. Mm. He once said that it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt who made him learn about feminism. Right. So he gave a speech because he's always been like this like woke feminist and everyone's like, Justin Trudeau, like king of our hearts. And it's like, actually, I think his feminism has been quite like just to make people like him and okay. I'm not sure and then for him to say that it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt a male actor who <laughs> turned him on to feminism yeah, okay. is like mad to me yeah um, and then you know the blackface yeah thing. and that I was thinking about this year because I basically always thought Justin Trudeau King of our hearts? <laughs> you no, know, like he was for a minute the king of my heart well actually he really wasn't but like you know one of them but then I was like, mm, this is just a bit kind of, I hate when we put men on pedestals and listen mm. to what they have to say mm. about women. Okay, like, why yeah. haven't we just got a woman there? Yeah, yeah. And we're listening to a woman talk about yeah. this. It's like, it's all well and good. He's standing up and being like an advocate for women's issues. But he, I just find that he was kind of like taking up too much space. Yeah. It, se- it seems a little bit like, is, yeah, a bit arse about face. Is that the right way of saying it? It's yeah. sort of like, it just, why? Yeah, it's why a bit you gross. Doing? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. So that's Justin. That's all I really have to say about him. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It, it's, I'm kind of getting the sense that he let you down. Well, he's not my... He's not my prime minister. Is he prime minister or prime minister? Yeah, prime minister, prime minister. Yeah. He's not my prime minister, so yeah. he didn't let me down. Um, but I feel like he was the king of your heart at one point. And I'm that, gonna, and so, I, so I'm writing this short book at the moment called The Future of Men. Mm. And it's like about the future. It's like me like predicting where I think men are going, basically. Okay. And I'm actually going to talk about Justin Trudeau because he's a good example of like 
a man who everyone thought was like an amazing like female ally mm. but actually was he just doing it to like look good okay was he actually okay. You're helping right. in that space i see didn't i see he was isn't he trying to do something to like ban um lgbtq plus uh, conversion right okay are you trying to ban that in Canada right so, okay is he doing some good stuff I mean I'm maybe this, yeah I mean, okay like, yeah he might be what was but, the blackface but then also thing? he, what, he what, did what, up blackface yeah, what multiple was, times did he yeah I didn't know this yeah well, how did, did I miss this? it how did how I miss did you this? Miss this I don't know Head in the sand. Because then Lenny Henry did this amazing bit. He was presenting something like the day it came out. Lenny Henry went on stage and he was like, hello, I'm Justin Trudeau. Okay, this is great. <laughs> All right. I, miss, I don't know. Yeah, I miss a lot. Some pictures came out of him mm. doing up blackface. I've got like, and this is no excuse, I've got two small children. And I feel like since I've had kids, there's like month gaps and people will say things, things to me. And I'm know, just like, yeah. what the fuck? How did My I miss that? My friends who have kids are like that. I hope that I'm never like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, <laughs> I, I should be better, but I'm probably too self-obsessed. You should just get <laughs> yeah. notifications on oh, your phone. I do. Uh, yeah. I got a thing. I do now. Justin yeah. Trudeau did up blackface yeah. and then that's and then it I was like, cool. right now I know about that yeah cancelled okay yeah yeah <laughs> okay Justin Trudeau is gonna be your second choice and Thank- then yeah who's gonna be your third choice please so this is one which like I people, my mm. boyfriend always laughs at me because mm. whenever I'm angry I just shout yeah. fuck Jeff Bezos yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's Jeff Bezos yeah why um because I just think right and actually I have this argument with my boyfriend sometimes because he doesn't quite agree with me mm. but I think when you are the richest man in the world mm. even after giving half of his wealth to his ex-wife so yeah. he's had a divorce yeah. given half and now she's the richest woman in the world I'm pretty sure right um, of course and he's still the richest man in the world yeah he's never given to charity never no really he's got his own foundation which is like minute and mm. he barely does anything mm. and he doesn't think it's his responsibility to give back okay and so mm. when the amazon was burning all of the big silicon valley mm. like rich people like put together a fund to send it to the amazon yep the man who owns amazon like the online retail shop did not fucking donate anything oh my god that is embarrassing yeah nothing no that is embarrassing, and he's 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 really interesting, and like you know, he's he's an incredibly innovative person, and what mm. he's done is really clever. And I think Amazon Prime is like, you know, it's a success in itself. Yeah. Um, but I just think like there's a special place in hell for people who are that fucking rich mm. and don't think. I mean, if he gave like one percent of his, I read this I know, thing, yeah. it was like a really small amount of his wealth, you he could like end homelessness all over the world. Oh, it's so yeah. it makes you feel sick. Yeah, it's like it's so like because obviously you get that much money by being like that. I guess right. Yeah, in, in a way you have to to an extent. A, yeah, to an extent. Then you get Bill Gates. Yeah, sure. He's given yeah. most of his money away. Yeah, which is and he's know. still rich. Yeah, of Do course. I mean? Yeah, it's funny because you kind of think like this thing goes through my mind, or like every now and again, me and my wife might have a conversation. It's like, oh yeah, what would you do if you we're like, what would you do if you won a million pounds? And we're like, straight away, it's just like, give £200,000 to charity. And it's yeah. like, that's always like, give yeah. as much as you possibly can away. Yeah. And still, in in this day and age, a million pounds, even where I live, like, 
you can get an okay yeah, house for half yeah, of that yeah, and then yeah, the rest yeah. of it you're like actually it would go pretty quick yeah, right yeah. Uh, but that's like even when I'm I mean <clears throat> this is not sort of to show off because, mm. but whenever I have a bit of money mm. and I'm making a bit of money I always just like give any money I have to homeless people yeah great because okay. and then when I'm like oh I'm a bit stressed about money mm. and it's really on my mind then I'm less likely to do that when you're the richest man in the world like yeah. you could literally drop a million pounds from the sky on one of your drones yeah. and it would help people so much but you could in the time that you've dropped it you probably earn it back yeah like you could just do that also yeah. I mean not to even start on this but like the way he treats the Amazon staff is mad oh it's it, yeah it is mad have you seen the adverts so there's adverts and it's like uh, in the uk and they get, they're talking to the staff and it's just so a there's bit... like a gun outside of the, <laughs> the head. camera just yeah, to their yeah, head, yeah. like say that you love working no, but, here but what but they, they look s- like they haven't slept for like 25 days well, yeah it kind of uh, beats around the bush in a way because it's like they talk about like how Jan makes some amazing cakes and brings yeah. them in, but it doesn't talk about how they have to grind out yeah. like a 25-hour day. Yeah. It's just like ridiculous. No, but it's mad. Also, at one point, they do kind of say, the hours are long, but the camaraderie is great. Or something, oh you know what I mean? See, something like that. I'm going to be I'm misquoted you, now. but like, Yeah, There's totally. a gun right out of the camera. So Jeff Bezos, mm. yeah, I just like... I'll probably never be able to work with Amazon Prime because I literally like sometimes when I'm doing a gig I'm and I don't know where I'm going I just go fuck Jeff Bezos <laughs> do you yeah wow you're never getting a special <laughs> on Amazon yeah. no um, not likely uh, no. alright well thank you very much now mercifully among the wreckage of the plane there was some food and drink left over unfortunately for you it's your least favourite food and drink in the world what are they and why are they so bad right food food first yeah tuna sandwiches okay yeah go on please especially on public transport okay definitely yeah like absolutely get away from me and some people (laughs) very close to me in my life will choose to eat a tuna sandwich on the train okay it it sickens me yeah yeah I actually hate people eating in like public places quite a lot like I do do it if I'm hungover but like I hate like being on the tube especially and like smelling like like some like, hot pizza yeah it's, like, just makes me feel really sick but yeah. hot pizza on the yeah tube. if you're like Do drunk you know, or something all the yeah. germs like yeah. coming like into the oh, yeah. fart particles uh from <laughs> yeah. the tube because there are many yeah that air's yeah. been changed for yeah. hundreds of years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love what you think about on the tube yeah yeah, yeah. literally i would just think about farts yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Um, so tuna sandwiches also basically yeah. like I, I didn't eat tuna ever like never mm. ate tins tuna and then I, I went on, on my gap year I went to the Caribbean and I was in Jamaica <laughs> for two months <laughs> I love it I love who you are okay great yeah and I was in Jamaica for two months and like because I was moving around loads because I don't eat meat it was hard to like eat on the go so I ended up my staple meal was getting a bread roll mm. and a tin of tuna mm. and literally going like that bang yeah put it and in. then closing it with no butter nothing that is so gross I know so I didn't even want it but I was like I need to eat and then when I got back I was like I'm never eating tuna again mm. and my flatmate has to text me in advance being mm. like I'm having tuna by the way is that okay <laughs> in case and you I'm get like, home put a candle on yeah, and yeah. In case I smell sandwich, it, yeah. yeah. I have a mad thing about smells. Like I've, I can't change my bin. I have to. Other people have to do it for me. I have such a phobia of bins. Is that because you're so used to other people? Doing it for you? <laughs> 
with your life. Okay. Uh, all right, fine. Uh, no, this is... Okay, yeah, I'm only joking, obviously. I, I, no, it's probably like, true. No, yeah, it's yeah. my smell. Like, this morning, I had... Basically, my gag reflex, if I mm. smell something I don't like, I just gag. Do so if you? I smell a tuna sandwich on the train, I'm like... Bleh. Right, Literally okay. I can't control it. I've got a re- I don't that never happens to me, but I've got a really strong sense of smell, I think. Uh, like I uh so I always pick up on something and my wife is just like, "No, no, no." And I'm just like, "Yeah." yeah. Once there was, she'd left an orange in her bag, right? A whole orange and chucked it in the cupboard. And like I was just like We've got mould in that. Like, I was just like, I couldn't, uh, for like ages, I couldn't pick it up. And uh, she was just like, no, no, mouldy? not at all. And I went and, and we found the bag and it had been in there for ages. And this orange, uh, like, was no uh, longer. No. Is it make you feel horrible? I can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm the worst. <laughs> it was just like, a, it's gone beyond uh, green. It was just no. like a white ball. I can't. Sorry. I yeah. can't even open my fridge most of the time because there'll be a smell the that smell. I don't want. Like someone's left half an onion yeah, in there or something. And, I just and it's don't, just like, I can't yeah. Handle it. Okay. Don't know how I'm gonna. You look kids. like the listeners. You can't see this, but you look physically sick right now. Yeah, I get really like, especially that mold thing you're just mm. talking about. My mum thinks I have a serious problem mm. because if some this is so bad, and this is gonna sound really bad, but if something is going off today, I won't eat it. Right. Okay. I have such a phobia of food that's gone off, even though it's bullshit, and they just mark it so that you then buy more. Yeah. But I like convince myself. What if it it's says it on the packet? You just chuck it away. No, someone else. Someone will eat else. It, yeah, okay. But, but I, I just, I'm convinced it's going to make me ill. Really? Yeah. My hypochondriac. But it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Look, it's, I, I understand phobia. So, mm. like, if that's your phobia, that's fine. I mean, there yeah. are many more. Yeah. Phobias, but yeah, yeah, that is my escalators. You've got many more. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Escalators are my big ones. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you do then? Do you? Basically, it's only when I'm anxious because mm. I have anxiety. Uh, so when I when I'm scared on an escalator, I just hold on to the black thing on the side and just put my head down. Do you pretend I'm not there? Yeah. So wow. people will probably see me. <laughs> you, you'll know that crazy girl who's like looking after they see you on your Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's recognising <laughs> you on the tube. <laughs> Just holding on to the side. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, great. That'll be my entrance into my Amazon Prime special is fuck me Jeff. on an escalator. Oh, right. Like looking down. Showing fuck like scared. Down, yeah. yeah. Okay, this is great. Uh, okay, tuna sandwich. Look, don't judge me. I like a tuna sandwich. But I understand the smell thing. Like, yeah. you know, I think if I was going to get on a train, I'm on a train journey, I'm going to try and be considerate and yeah. pick something kind of neutral smell like cheese what? sandwich cheese. Yeah. like a cheese sandwich no one can smell that yeah exactly I don't think yeah um, okay tuna sandwich is going to be your t- food choice thank you very much and what's going to be your drink choice so I had to deliberate this a lot yeah because um, obviously I love all alcohol mm. um, mm-hmm. at, at a certain point in the night yeah. you know yeah. like my preferred alcohols are like wine and gin and yeah. tequila nice um but the thing that i've really gone off in the last few years is cider yeah i used to love cider mm, right mm. i used to drink it over beer mm. and now i again cannot it's just piss to me <laughs> yeah like i it yeah. tastes so much like piss and i don't know how i used to drink it <laughs> yeah. like I, just, I used to love it Did i used you? to love cider you drink it all the time mm, i'd get it like if we were in a pub i'd always get a pint of cider and now it's like absolutely grim to me it's yeah. disgusting do you drink more beer or yeah i've gotten really into beer this year yeah ipa yeah it's great isn't it i love like a isn't really it? sort of fruity oh it's IPA. nice yeah. yeah so many options yeah exactly and delicious flavors and, and yeah. also the 
actually, I started drinking beer. I'd never drunk beer, really. And then I was in New York and I was broke. So cocktails in America are like $15. The only thing I could afford was beer. Oh, so yeah. So I just started okay, drinking yeah. Blue Moon. Oh, great. You know, it's yeah, lovely, yeah. I love Blue Moon. Yeah, it's tasty. Yeah. Great. I'm with so you on cider. cider. Why would you get a cider when there's delicious beers beer, available? I know. And cider, they're trying to do craft ciders, but they're just like... They just like leave your mouth feeling yes, so dry some, exactly, and bitty. Some, it's too and, sweet. Yeah, and it's too. You're right. It leaves you. It leaves it's like a you raw flavour. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Only time a cider for me is passable, and it, I, th- I think it's more of like a like rather than enjoying the taste like a feeling is like at a festival and it's like icy cold and it's yeah. uh, the cider's icy cold and the uh, the festival's hot cider's icy cold and that for me that's yeah. fine I can have one and then get me what, straight what back on the like, shit beer what is like uh, recorderly because that's yeah, like yeah so yeah. I quite like them yeah the apple one is kind of buttery and nice right I think. yeah I like the like fruity like the like mm. raspberry recorderly mm. but could live without it as well. I'll tell you a story about Record League. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just one stupid thing. Go on. Uh, I used to work in a cinema, like, before... So, like, I didn't get into university the first time round, sort of. And uh, <laughs> and uh, it's a longer story that you don't need to hear. Okay. But, I, uh, but then I was just working in my hometown and everyone else had left. And it was like, summertime was rolling around. It was starting to get hot. And it was the first time I'd ever seen Record League in a shop. And I don't know why, but I'd convinced myself that... What was going to bring me joy that week was to take like a you know the, the largest cup from the cinema, yeah. fill it with ice, and go and buy this record leg <laughs> cider. So I did it. I filled it with ice, took it to uh, Morrison's with this cup of ice, bought this record leg cider, and filled it, and sat on my lunch break. And it was like one of the best <laughs> moments that entire year. And it's just such a small stupid thing, but I always when the sun's out. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, mm. it was fine. So yes, uh, that's fine. But overall cider can go fuck itself yeah exactly okay brilliant cancelled Thank you very much, Grace. Now, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? The film is hard because it's like, I've never really watched a film. Well, I probably have, but I have quite a bad memory. I expected that to go, uh, film that, dot, dot, dot. Oh, no, no, I've never really watched a film that I hated. Because right. I only watch films that I know I'm gonna love, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. I'm quite like I don't. But you must have gone myself. in and be disappointed. I'm by trying something. to think of like mm. I'm sure I have gone to the cinema and been really disappointed. And I'm sure I have this year, and I'm trying to think. I'm sure me and my mum went to see something, mm. and we thought it was. I mean, my dad's really good because my dad hates everything. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like. I've listened to your podcast. My, my dad's favorite line is: "We walk out of the cinema, and he's like, that's 90 minutes of my life I'll never get back." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many Literally. times have you heard your dad say that though? I've, I mean, I've been every there. time, yeah. every time we watch something, yeah. that is an hour of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> it's mad. Straight after the football, nothing impresses him. Most weeks, yeah, yeah literally mm. after the after Burnley play. Yeah, um, I could maybe say Star Wars. Oh yeah, okay, right. I'm really not into them. All Star Wars. I've actually never watched any. Great. This is even better. Yeah. What turns you off about Star Wars? It's just so not f- my vibe. Yeah. Like that sci-fi, that kind of sci-fi. Fantasy just stuff. So yeah. not my vibe. And I also just think I missed the boat. People are like, "What? You've never seen Star?" Yeah. Or, or they're like, "Have you?" Like, yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Okay. So, so for me, like, uh, I like them. 
and I've enjoyed the films. First time I watched them, I definitely didn't get it at all. And normally sci-fi fantasy stuff isn't my Not thing. Not really I've, ne- I've, I've never watched Lord of the Rings. No, same. But people kind of are like, what What the fuck? Yeah, but, so Star Wars, I, that, that'll be that because there's a new one coming out, isn't there, this yeah. year? Yeah, and I'll go and watch it and I'll probably enjoy it. Yeah, it's coming out... This week, this I week, swear. yeah, yeah, uh, it's on Friday. Um, just in time for here, I am promoting yeah. the Star Wars film. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's the last one, isn't it? No. Oh, do they just say that? So Disney own come? it now. Oh, okay. yeah, that's it. Um, and then music. Okay, yeah, that's it. Star Wars done. Yeah, Star Wars right. done. Music. Um, yeah. I was thinking. Again, because I don't listen to much music that I don't like. Mm. like I know what music I like and I listen to that. Yep. Um, but dubstep. Oh, my God, this is good. Would be, yeah. for me, what I would never... Because <laughs> yeah. apparently it's trying to make a comeback. Oh, guys, please, come on. That's what Leave I've heard. Be, yeah. I know. And dubstep, it so um, like sums up my teenage years. Oh, my Like, God. that's just what we, we would go to, like... <sighs> Makes me cringe. Underage yeah. raves yeah. in, like, London Bridge and just get fucked yeah. and listen to dubstep and yeah. pretend that like we were enjoying dancing to dubstep I mean how can you the even dan- dance the dance the to dance dubstep the awful <laughs> the look on your face is embarrassing yeah, yeah it's I just can see... tragic like it's just a... thinking about I mean to be, to be fair like I think some of my friends were more embarrassing than me oh, I had some friends that DJ'd it and like I they, they've distanced themselves from it I'm sure I've got a friend actually that uh uh, how do I put this? Recently, I kind of came out to him that I was emo when right. I was younger, right? And I'm fine about this. It's fine. But did you know each other then? No, we didn't. No, oh, we didn't. Okay. But like, um, uh, I just ne- I felt like I met him at work, and like he's one of my best friends now. And uh, he didn't know you. He didn't emo. know. And I felt like when I was really drunk one time, you had to tell him. I had to tell him. Yeah. How could he not know? I never. I've never brought this up, right? But he DJs like techno and stuff. And I have this sneaking suspicion that he used to DJ dubstep, but doesn't want to tell me. So he needs to. He needs, he needs to, to tell me. Clean. Yeah, he yeah. needs to come clean. I mean, if that's not the case, that's fine. But even if that is the case, that's also fine. I just want him to tell me yeah, and feel yeah, like yeah, he yeah. can tell me that. There's about a real it. taboo around it now. I would yeah, say that people want to distance themselves. That people from it. don't yeah. want to. They want you to know that yeah. they used to like dubstep. Yeah. So that is like my. It's the worst to me. The dance is awful, but also. Can I just say something? I don't think I can look you in the eye when I say it. That, uh, like, do you remember when everyone used to say bass face <laughs> all the fucking time? Did you ever get that? No. Oh, God. It was but the, what is it? It's like when people are listening to dubstep, oh, they do like God, a face. No, stop it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's like it's oh. like it's so embarrassing so uncool yeah it's so uncool I know <laughs> honestly yeah tragic it's tragic that is yeah for me that's like you've gone slightly red unforgivable <laughs> yeah because I just remember yeah. like we were like we used to like really just love to pretend we loved it mm. me and my friends like we definitely yeah. were like mm, mm. <laughs> you're doing it now yeah. <laughs> the base base yeah oh, I imagine most of this podcast Jumping is going to be inaudible just like us yeah. doing faces <laughs> about things okay dubstep is going to be your song choice thank you very much mm. Grace and finally the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals which animal is it and why cats cats Mm. Fucking loads of cats and dogs. One time I'm going to have to add it up on here. Who's picked the most? What, because what? It's because mm. we are kind of like 
taught to think you're either a cat or a dog person and therefore the rivalry is always kind of like going on in your head i mean some people are both yeah i'm allergic to cats so i've never been a fan of them right um but also i think if i wasn't allergic to them they still kind of like bug me out a Mm. bit like when i'm with them i'm like not really sure whether you're coming or going to be honest i'm not really sure whether you want me here or whether you want to kill me whereas like my dog is the most loving, like, unconditional thing in the world. Like, mm. all she wants to do is make you happy. Right, okay, yeah. I mean, she's thick as shit, but... <laughs> yeah, and cats yeah. are definitely smarter, but I think cats are really selfish. They play hot and cold, and they like, they know how to play the game, cats. Yeah, they're manipulative. Yeah, yeah. They're really manipulative. And they're just, like, walking around, showing you their arsehole the entire time. Oh, my God, just to come back to the tuna... Yeah. My flatmate, in the summer... This cat came into our garden and she was like, oh, like it looks really like hungry. So she gave it some tuna. Yeah. The cat mm. is in our garden all the time now. <laughs> yeah. And then in the summer, I, I came home one day and the garden door had been open because my flatmate was in there. And then I get into my bedroom and the cat was asleep under my bed. Oh, that's so annoying. So annoying. And that now is it's annoying. always outside our house. We've got a neighbour's cat. Uh, they might listen to this. I think it's fine. We've got a neighbour's cat that comes into our house quite a lot. And I think the cat's fine. It's a nice cat. But it always makes its way into a place that is really hard to get to it get out. get it out of. Under that's, one of my kids' beds, which is low. Yeah. And it's just like hard for me to get out. That's why they do it. always when I'm in a rush out the door. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, what's good, there's nothing good about my house. There's no food left out. There's like... Have you got a dog? No. no. Yeah. That's probably a good thing, I guess. Uh Oh, for the cat, I mean. Yeah. 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 Okay, cats. Yeah, I get that. Uh, my wife, as soon as we move to a place that can a- accommodate a cat, I know we're going to have a cat. Oh no. Because she know- she's going to want a cat. Oh. Yeah. But, I yeah. Uh, mm. Lots of my friends are cat people, but mm. I just think can't trust them. You can't trust the friends. Them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because they love cats. Because <laughs> they love cats. Okay, uh, okay. Cats are going to be your animal choice. Thank yeah. you very much, Grace. I really appreciate that. Uh, thanks for coming in. This Not has been at great. All. Grace, uh, you're going on tour, right? Yeah. When are you going on tour? Uh, starts at the end, and it starts in the middle of Feb, seventeenth oh, yeah. of Feb. Yep. Um, and I'm touring a show that I just did at the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah, but you're rewriting it. Yeah, I'm rewriting it because of the sort of shit. So the show is called Why I'm Never Going Into Politics. Obviously performed in August 2019 mm. Feb 2020 already the political landscape's changed mm. and like I've been given more material to kind of like use and put in the show so I want the show to feel really fresh yeah um so it's about me growing up in politics my dad was Alice was he's alive <laughs> yeah. my dad is Alice Campbell yeah um so I grew up in, around the Labour Party but uh, but actually the show is just kind of about me just turning around and being like fuck politics like mm. fuck all of these hoes I hate them all like <laughs> Boris Johnson being the biggest hoe of them all um, but I am gonna sort of it will be fresh in Feb so mm. I would say even to people who've already seen it come again okay because it will be different new show yeah and where is it going where are you doing so it so start at Soho Theatre in London mm-hmm. and then they're going around all around the country like Brighton Bristol York Sulphur Keys uh, Leicester um, Leeds uh, Newcastle Dublin Belfast oh um, you're going everywhere yeah yeah okay alright so just yeah and where's the best place to find out where you're um, my oh, Instagram yeah what's your Instagram Disgrace Campbell Great. This also is my website as well. Okay. Disgrace nice. Campbell. 
Oh, great. Okay. And you've got a great podcast with your dad. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah, it's good. And what's the future of the podcast? So it was, it was on, we were talking about this before. It's in the list of like best po- podcasts. Yeah, Apple's top 10. Oh, nice. We actually brought two seasons out this year. I forgot that. I'm not sure how long we'll do it for. Okay. Um, it's. Why is that? Because. You don't want to hang out with your dad anymore. <laughs> it's just. I kind of think. Well, I I think we should work out. Like I think we should do live shows. Yeah, you definitely should. Because it's a should. great yeah. way to do that. To make money. No, exactly. A hundred percent. That's all I care about. Um, but also, our dynamic is what people like really respond to because right. I think there are very few kind of father daughter like duos. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so people really respond to that. So you know, we'll keep doing that. But the podcast until we sort of work it out in a different way like I've been doing all of the sort of heavy lifting for this season and it's just been like way too much on my load yes okay yeah yeah, yeah. he's not uh, he's not pulling his weight but I bet he loves doing it <laughs> he loves it yeah I've had my dad on this once have right? you and it was a lot of fun but yeah. he loved it yeah. and I bet your dad loves it he does love it but yeah. he sort of he thinks I take the piss out of him too much which you probably do. Yeah, which I do. It's the point. Yeah. But I think that's fun. It's fun. Yeah. No, it is, it, it oh, you is should, fun. You should keep doing it. I think we will. I think it's just been like a bit too... I basically just got way too many components going on in my life right yeah, now. And yeah. the podcast is like, I'll wake up to like 20 messages from my dad like, why the fuck haven't you done this? Why oh, the fuck? Like, God. And it's yeah. like working with a family member is a whole other thing. Yeah. You're doing a podcast together, but then you're like... <sighs> That he thinks he's my boss. Yeah, like, does he? Yeah. yeah, he really thinks he's my boss. Isn't it funny how like you have an idea and before you start doing a podcast, you're like, oh, I've got an idea yeah. for a podcast. This is going to be great. And then once you're in the thick of it, yeah. you're like, fuck, I don't know if I can keep I know, doing this. I don't know if I can keep it up. That's yeah. the sort of, I want to write a sitcom about it eventually. Oh, this is, that's, really what, that's one reason to keep exactly. doing it. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah, okay. And the Joe Barton episode, the, the one coming out this week, it's two parts. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've listened to the first part and, mm. it's, and it's very good. He's... I can't wait to hear you come into your own in the second mm, part. Which is what happens. Ugh. I'd like to hear you challenge him a bit. I do. On Ched Evans, I do. Do you? Mm. Interesting. Because mm. the first one is football. Mm. Which is the... re- which was really interesting. It is interesting if you're yeah. into football. Yeah, yeah. Um, then the second one is kind of like the rest everything else oh right okay yeah I look forward to that yeah that'll be out by the time this comes out so go and listen to them both now okay Um, thank you very much Grace thank you cheers 